The New Orleans Pelicans go on a win streak. They're victorious against the Atlanta Hawks, 116-107. to 107. I'm Chatty Chaz. That's Chris Conner. Let's talk about it. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5, get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour. Sorry, that read went away. With Draft, What's going on here? <laughs> with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost, check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern to see what prop bet will be boosted. I'm looking forward to Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's getting another chip. Big Andy Reid fan. I hope they pull it off. And, you know, respect the CD Deuce, but it's going to hurt even more if you get a ring this year. It's going to hurt. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code BOOT, B-O-O-T. New customers can bet just $5 on Super Bowl 57 to get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. Yo, Chris, Pelicans, what's this, three games? Three-game win streak feels good to be back on the winning side of things. How do you feel and what did you take away from tonight, especially around this time when, you know, drafts right there. So you know it's on guys' minds and they still came out with good energy to pull off the victory. What do you think? You know, my biggest takeaway uh, is, you know, this team is either going to um, go on an amazing run in the playoffs or they're going to get swept in the first round. Like, it's clear that there's just, like, no in-between. <laughs> like, the highs and the lows and the injuries, so on and so forth. It's like, yeah, you went on 10-game losing three. Now, you know, they didn't win three in a row, and they just looked like a completely different team. Like, all they needed to see was one win. And everything from – um, how they're playing together, some of the ball movement, some of the, the actions and the way that um, guys were screening for each other and then the execution offensively, the game plan, deciding to let other people beat you, you know, um, allowing DeJounte Murray, even though he's improved as a shooter, to go along with John Collins to shoot as many threes as they want throughout the game. I mean, just everything. I mean, the guys seem, seem in sync. They played, I think, really good – Really good defense for in the possessions they needed to. Brandon was terrific. Um, they just they did a lot of the little things, and you know you see it um, in most of this three game winning streak. I really like what I saw from Trey, man. Really like what I saw from Trey as far as again. I don't care if the shot goes in or not. Just take those shots. He hit several big contested jumpers tonight. Had one play where you missed two street two threes. Got the offensive rebound. For a, t- a difficult uh, putback finish, great play. Herb, excellent game all around, I would say. You know, um, started off a little rough, but he really found his groove. Um, defensively, he was incredible all night. Um, what do you say about those guys' performance? Because they've been pretty up and down, you know, like, you know, yeah. recently. So, I mean, I'll start with Herb. Herb was phenomenal. Um, another game in which he just, you know, he only took one three tonight and – Look, I mean, I, I I think he'll have I think dur- during a losing streak, he made I think he had a couple games where, where he knocked down uh two threes and so on and so forth. And eventually he'll have another night where where the shot is falling. But he's once again, we know what he can do defensively. And some nights it'll look like tonight where Trey Young has one of his worst nights of the year. Um, you know, and he'll finish the game with three steals. And other nights it may not look the same. He'll find other ways to impact. But what I like 
is that he rebounded the basketball. He got you a lot of those 50-50 plays. He made the right the right read for the most part with the ball in his hands, driving, kicking out. Um, and that's that's what you really want to see from her. You don't have to be a you know a knockdown shooter with this team. Atlanta didn't. Atlanta was Atlanta was closing out. I mean, shout out to Maples. I, I was in a, in the chat. Maples was like uh, he was closing out on Herb like a splash brother. You know, like I mean, what, what are you doing? Why are y'all yeah. Herb in the corner? Y'all y'all yeah. y'all. Ain't <laughs> Y'all ain't looking up. Y'all, y'all think he can shoot the basketball right now? Ew. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Atlanta should tell you that things can change quickly, bro. They're they, bad. They, 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 they really bad, bad team. bro. They really bad, bro. Like it, it's saddening. It's it's like saddening. How oh, bad, bad team. <laughs> they bad. But look and, though, uh, all that talent, right? Tons of talent. That goes to show you. And you got a good coach. You know, Nate has a history of being a solid coach, old school coach. I thought JV had a really good game tonight, all things considered. I thought JV was a dog on the boards um, late in the uh, fourth. I actually would have liked to see JV out there later in the fourth so he could play a little, um, you know, a little bully ball, get to the free throw line, knock him down. But they still managed to pull off the victory despite um, not having JV. Well, and they, uh, they fought off a tough Atlanta comeback because the game got choppy toward the end. Game got real choppy toward the end. So what do you what did you see from JV tonight coming back off injury? Very, very decisive for the most part. And you know, I like the way that they that they used him, they kept him. Um, you know, an, another situation. He didn't he didn't take one three tonight. You know, he mm. found ways, whether it was whether it was diving on a drop, catching the catching the pass, making over pass to the corner, fake like he he was decisive from um the opening the, the opening possession. He finished uh well around the basket tonight made the most of those and that you know I mean he got it helps that he had a chance to shoot the ball 10 times but I think more than anything Chaz we've been talking about it a lot is that against teams like this that have traditional bigs you know they aren't floor spacers that um you know are closer to seven footers or six eleven I don't know how tall Clint Capella is at the top of my head I believe he's seven feet yeah, is six eleven seven can't seven. dominate your matchup and um I think he played well. I guess he got the better, the best of Clint Capella and whoever was out there for Atlanta. It helps that even when they went small, John Collins doesn't really space the floor. Uh, 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 the other guy, uh, Owangu, isn't a dude that's going to uh, space the floor and, and shoot threes either. But he, no matter what big was on the floor for Atlanta, JV was the best center, I think, on the floor at all times. And that's really all you can ask for. I think he had a phenomenal game. And as always, or as you want to see in this limited role, sometimes he made the most of his time. You know, I'm actually, man, I, I thought Brandon made so many. What up, Ross? I thought Brandon, Brandon made so many good passes in the first half, especially. I thought, like, yo, Brandon's getting 10-plus assists tonight. I'm not sure how many he ended the night with. But eight. I think eight, he deserved to have, like, 10 tonight because he made some incredible passes. And man, yo, yo, Atlanta terrible. But uh, <laughs> he made some, he made some incredible passes, especially in that first half. He made the same pass at least five times to the left corner. I'm like, no one's gonna like stop doing this. Like, but uh, Ross, what are your takeaways from tonight's game? Yeah, I was in the building tonight, um, and and it's, it just is really apparent when you're there and we're close to full strength how much more confidence the role players play with. Like mm -hmm. it, it's a joy watching Jose be able to come in and do the things he's good at. Like 
hey, we don't really need you to run the offense. Don't really – like the expectation is to come in and be a spark plug. Come do that. And it made a difference tonight. Same thing with even the starters. I mean, Herb and Trey are starting, but they're still role players. And when you have CJ and you have BI there, and obviously when you have Zion there, it just – like there's a weight off of those guys. And it frees them up to do the things – like simplify the game. Make it easy for yourself. Um, I thought the role players played really well tonight. Obviously, Brandon, like, just abused uh, DeAndre Hunter all night. Oof. I mean, he, he did whatever he wanted, Oof. whenever he wanted, however he wanted, um, facilitated, got to the mid-range, pulled up over the top, I mean, whatever he wanted. It, it was it was looked up at one point, maybe late in the third quarter, and he you know, knew he was having a pretty good game, and he was sitting there with, like, 26 or 27 or something, and it was, it was like – just a quiet, easy, a very, very easy um, night for him. So, my thought thought they played well. It was you know nice to see us start to get into a little bit of a rhythm. You know, this is I, I got to ask this: Should Atlanta had kept Cam over DeAndre Hunter? Because I never understood why they liked DeAndre Hunter so much. Like I just didn't get it, bro. I, I just I thought I didn't even like that pick. I, I thought, like, it, not to say Cam is, like, anywhere lighting it up because he can't even get on the floor right now. But that's more politics, you know. But the Andre Hunter just looks so bad. Kawhi so Leonard. Bad. That's, yeah, that's it's like everybody who has, like, some defense and no offense, like, a little offense as compared to Kawhi now. And it's just like, damn. What, what, do, what he, you got, Ross? He had played, he had played pretty well uh, the last couple of weeks. I mean – he, for for me, he's one of those guys that it's like every time I watch, I don't see the defense everybody talks about. And I don't just mean tonight. I mean, because to a certain extent, Brandon, when, when he's got it going, can do that to anybody. Um, it just feels like whenever I've watched him consistently, it's like, you know, I just I, – I, maybe he has these games when I just don't watch Atlanta enough. But it, it's like what we said a little bit about Herb. Like when Herb is confident and has it going, like somebody's in for a long night. Okay, when you know when he plays well defensively, obviously Kawhi, you know the the really good guys, the Marcus Smarts, Michael Bridges, we've seen him do it. I, like I've just never seen that level of of problematic defense out of him. Whenever I've watched, um, it just seems kind of just like a solid run of the mill, like you know, replaceable wing to me. Not yeah. not somebody I mean, you're building a franchise around. Yeah, and, he, and he is guarding, you know, Brandon Ingram. Like you know, Brandon, you, we've seen Brandon Ingram do it to. A guy like Macau Bridges, you know, and um, to to be fair, you know, to DeAndre Hunter's credit, what do you guys see from John Collins tonight? John Collins been involved in a lot of rumors surrounding the Pelicans. Uh, apparently, in the post game, he stopped and spoke to every uh, player on the Pelicans roster. Um, how do y'all feel about John Collins after tonight? You know, <laughs> look, I'll let Chris go, but I I, would, I just want to echo that after the game my man was giving hugs to the pelicans team like he was already on the roster yo i didn't even see that yo wow <laughs> i mean maybe look, maybe man. he got friends in atlanta i mean in new orleans maybe I he got friends i told i told y'all i told y'all a few weeks ago I, whenever whenever it was he wants to be in new orleans man um i, I don't it's not a coincidence that him and brandon share share the yeah. same agent and um you know it's been it's been some chatter there about it's just being a being a route being about the price for him. Right. Um, but neither here nor that, which I will say that's comforting for me. That's that same a guy, that even a guy like John Collins, mm-hmm. okay, 
would welcome being in New Orleans. Just that, I mean, that to me, that's a step forward. Okay, we, you know, we, you know, you've seen CJ. Uh, you, you can you can debate at first if you wanted to be in New Orleans. I heard some different things, so on and so forth. Brandon Brandon recommitted Zion. Anybody would have recommitted after after the way last year ended, so on and so forth. But I but I still like to see. I've had too many too many tough uh, battles with even uh, into the bits guys saying no to being in New Orleans. So that's neither here nor there. But look, man, I, I think John and even similar to to, to DeAndre Hunter, they they're a victim of circumstance. They're a victim of having two uh, high usage guards that are going to get a majority of the shots. Um, and while Trey Young is someone who can distribute and will end the game with a lot of assists, a lot of those assists are even either passes off to the corner or their lobs or their their passes uh, to say a big man. You know, that's that's how plays are kind of orchestrated but if you're a guy like hunter you're a guy like collins you got to go into business for yourself at some point which is why at one point in the game we see back-to-back terrible mid-range jump shot attempts by deandre hunter which should not be in the game plan and i guarantee you was not drawn up he just had to get them because when else was he going to be able to shoot them i think maybe on a different team in a more uh you know ball movement centric setup maybe those guys might look a little different um i i'm still above the mind well I'm a part of the mindset of if if you can get John Collins for for the right deal, even if if it's a second round pick, a couple second round picks, if Atlanta's giving him away, I'll definitely take him. If you can figure out how to not, um, what are the right moves going for to not be in the tax? Because he's not. I don't think he's that guy. You have to figure out some some of the salary aspects, which probably mean JV will be on his way out soon or someone else. But um, I mean, okay, game. We, yeah, I don't mind. Oh, go ahead, Ross. My bad. No, I was just gonna say, I, I, I really, um, he's just, I don't know that he's a huge difference maker. Like, it's for us, to me, con, to be honest, he, he's a little bit in a weird spot in the in the NBA because, in my opinion, he's too small to play center. He, I, like, and I, I mean, he's too small to play center on a nightly basis. Period. Um, but, but he's not offensively like you know a lot of power forwards now i mean look at who we play at power forward either trey murphy or zion williamson two very different guys both very very you know high level skills in terms of trey being able to shoot zion being able to do whatever he wants like i don't know where john collins fits a little bit to me watching tonight he's actually got a lot of similarity to larry nance i thought his motor ran pretty good tonight um he kind of connected things at times for, for Atlanta. He he communicates very well defensively, a lot better than I thought. I just don't know. Like it's like we said a few nights ago. Like if 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 we're clo- if we're if we're in the fourth quarter, let's just say you put John Collins was on this roster today. Just he's on the roster today. I could see a scenario where we say, well, he like he's not out there in the fourth quarter like ever, because I well, don't know defensively that he's better than Larry Nance. And if we're trying to get a bucket, I think we have rosters that are that are better without it. I just, I don't, I just, I don't know about him. I don't know. That, I mean, to Chris's point, if they're giving him away, find a way to make it work, okay? Because he's he is a talented guy, and, and and I think outside of Atlanta, he may look a little different. If you're starting to talk about giving up first round picks or players we like, I, I'm probably I'm I'm pushing the break break pedal a little bit on that. Uh, you know, I would say. The thing, the only thing when I look at a guy like John Collins 
in his usage. Um, for one, never can really discount that he's extreme. He's been unhappy in Atlanta for a while, especially with his role. And I can't worry about it too much because, you know, your top two guys are going to miss a lot of games. You know, and um, also as far as Larry, you know, Larry's going to get hurt again. You know, Larry, Larry's banged up a lot. John, he did have a really incredible playoff run. Um, it's not even a player with me. I, I just wonder. The only way I can see you getting a guy like John Collins it would be this rationale. Well, we got 25 million tied up into two guys we don't really want next year. So what's 25 million for a cheap guy? My only thing is, well, those guys are expiring. So at least you could move them if you needed to with John Collins. I don't really know, but I mean, who knows? He might come here and repair his value, have another incredible playoff um, run, and he might look like a, a guy. You know, you never know. Because make no mistake, Atlanta's been trying to move John Collins for two years. Yeah, they've been trying. To even before, before, even before they paid him, yeah. even before they paid him, yeah. they were trying to move John Collins. So it's not like it's not that easy to just move guys that once they get into that 20, 25 million range, those contracts get a little more difficult when they have extra years attached to them. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, and look, I, I don't, I think that there are better, um, better fitting options that the Pelicans should pursue. You know, I don't, I, I, I think that, you know, shooting or another guy that can, that can create for himself or others in some, in some regards, would probably be the move that I would that I would make before John Collins, but if you can make the move, um, and they're, I mean, you know that they've been having trouble getting rid of them because, like, like Ross says, they've been for a while and it just hasn't materialized. All that talk about first round picks, them wanting two first round picks, all that was fake and wasn't real. They they knew that's that was them trying to negotiate through the media, leaking some stuff. They know what they, what they weren't. You know, they knew the struggle that they were going to have. But, you know, and I do wonder uh, what kind of role would he have in New Orleans? Because if he was unhappy with the shots he was getting in Atlanta, I, I mean, I can't, it's not going to change consistently night to night in New Orleans. Um, what does that say for a guy like Larry? What happens when Zion comes back? Zion and John Collins together might be some, might be able to get you some solid minutes. That might be nice. That might be fun. I, you know, I ain't gonna lie. That's a crazy four five pick roll. Yeah, like, no, like that, no, that would be nice. I worry about the creativity and how you would use him for what you currently have with the staff offensively. To wonder, like, how long is John Collins going to be happy if? you're not, you know, taking him any further than, than he went in Atlanta. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or does he just accept his fate in this league right now as what is it? Is it, is it, you know, a first, second guy off the bench? Is it a fourth, is it a fourth option? I don't even know some nights if it'll be that. I, I, I just think um, that talent is worth it. If, if um, you backfire or you fail on some other, on some other options and you can make the money work to where you're not, um, hurting yourself long term and maybe if you've already decided that uh Jonas isn't going to be in your plans for much longer um I don't think John Collins is a is a something that puts you over the top necessarily but from a trade value perspective and if you can get them I'd be interested in it talent and hopefully buy-in alone yeah I, that's hey that's that's fair sorry Chad but, because you you can watch it um and see that like 
Trey Young is, is a fresh is probably like I can see how he's a frustrating player to play with. Um, <laughs> and, and and I knew that it's the first time I've seen him play live. Uh, it's the first time I've seen him play live. And you you can I mean, there are countless times tonight. I feel like countless times tonight where you can see guys just like annoyed with him. Um, I, I don't I don't think he's a winning player and. and uh, so it, 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 you're making a good point, right? Like he could just look a lot, like he could look a lot different outside of that atmosphere. Um, and I'll just kind of leave it at that because I could I could spend probably 45 minutes telling you about Trey Young. But I'm yeah, we, we talked about Trey Young on the playback a little bit. Um, <laughs> Trey's interesting, you know. I think Trey's a hell of a talent, but man, you know, sometimes just situations don't work out, you know. But um, so tonight I want to ask you guys this. What do you guys think about um, Coach Green's fourth quarter? Ross? Elaborate. Uh, elaborate. Is there like a funny specifically? Um, like a, you know, um, Atlanta goes on a you know run. You don't really get the timeout. Um, uh, fast forward to, you know, closer to the end of the game. You don't really get a CJ sub. I'm, I'm sorry. You don't really get a JV sub in when you're in the bonus. Um, bounce, balls inbounded to CJ. They send a double. Well, you know they're gonna send it up because they're pressing. They're in the backcourt anyway, mm-hmm. so they send the double. CJ dribbles. Yeah. Um, call the timeout. Call the timeout. timeout. Yeah. So now you got to inbound from the backcourt, you know, because he dribbled. But like, what, what do you guys just think about like this Coach Green's this fourth quarter in, in particular? I mean, I think <laughs> I think it's nitpicking a little bit. Um, I, I didn't notice being there anything that was too glaring, other than that one scenario where it was it Trey hits the deep three um, that I think at the time put it to six and then we inbound. It was like that little sequence there. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you're talking about maybe like 45 seconds of, of gameplay where I think we might've had a turnover and they get a couple quick buckets. And other than that, I don't, I don't recall sitting there thinking like, wow, he's really pissing this game away. I mean, it just felt like they went on a little mini run that's going to happen, um, especially with a team like that that's going to shoot a lot of three-pointers. Like, some of those are just going to go in. Uh, Bogdanovich was, like, unconscious for a few minutes there. I mean, he had some shots with hands in his face. I, yeah, everybody's I don't, I don't, in love with Bogdanovich have, right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have a critique, to, to be honest with you, Chaz, uh, of, of Willie Green on this one. I mean, I, I mean, maybe there was a timeout that should have been called. He probably – I mean, maybe he could have pulled JV a minute earlier or something. But I, I never I'll – I'll, I'll just say it like this. I never being being there. I never felt like, oh, we're letting this get away from us. I just did. I didn't have that feeling. Chris, what are your thoughts on Coach Green's sport? Perspective, man. I mean, for me, because I can look at it on the couch and say, my my biggest gripe with Willie more than anything else, if I had to say a negative, is is management of timeouts. Okay, now. My opinion may be, okay, even the run that Atlanta made in the third run when the Pelicans got sloppy, right? Because that wasn't that wasn't Willie's fault at that point. But if I was the coach, I'd probably step in and call a few call a timeout there, right? Versus letting it get down. You know, you turn off turn like just things get sloppy, miss a couple shots, Atlanta starts shipping away, similar to the fourth quarter. Maybe a couple timeouts could have been could have been called there. Um, but I think that at the same time, um, I will I will give him credit for, and we're talking we're talking in the fourth quarter. Um, I think that 
he stuck to he stuck to the game plan. A lot of sets that they ran earlier in the game that worked. Even when things got sloppy, he went back to them. Um, there was a play in the fourth where CJ shoot CJ just had I think back to back drives or back to back plays where he kind of you know took some tough shots after I think th- this was after the the uh, double double pump three that he did he took. Right. And then the next play is immediately called for Brandon. AD's calling for it on the broadcast, call for it, a, you know, a positive play ends up happening. So, you know, I, I, I'd say, you know, a B, the guys never look like that they that they lost confidence or they got too frustrated. They kind of felt like they, they were still going to win the game no matter what the Hawks did. I, if anything, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, give him a give him a, a negative grade for if I gotta pick, it's the timeouts. And you know, I I would have used a lot of different timeouts um, throughout the game to kind of just to make sure. Well, he has a lot of um, just a lot of trust in his players, and maybe sometimes too much. Oh, f- final final question for you guys. You know, uh, is John Collins the Pelicans tomorrow? <laughs> Is John Collins or or Bogdanovich? Are they Pelicans tomorrow? Are we get look? JV's there. Devontae Graham's here. They can both easily get on the plane and swap. You know, say hey, keep whatever's in my house. You keep whatever's in my house. They probably don't wear the same size, but JV got a lot of nice suits. Are either one of those guys Pelicans tomorrow? Ross, no, Ross, you, no, 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 it, it, because it, it, again, it's about price, right? I mean, I think Atlanta would be doing themselves a disservice, like moving them for a, you know some kind of Jackson Hayes, Devonte Graham package right now, unless you know there have to be picks or something associated with that. I still am of the belief they're not just going to give them away. Like, I don't know what right. purpose that serves, unless unless maybe there's something going on. Maybe just like the locker room is so cancerous that it's an addition by subtraction situation. I don't think they're just going to give him away. And and the way we've played the last few nights is going to make it really difficult. Like if they're even considering any of the, the like role players that we've been talking about that just had a kind of a bad month that have now played really well, these last three home games that BI has been back. It's going to be like those conversations just look different today than they did two weeks ago. That's just the nature of the, that's the nature of this beast. As your stars come back, these guys start to play better. So I don't know. The answer, my, the answer to your question for me is no. Chris, I would hope Bogdanovich just finds a way to be a, to to be a Pelican. I, I either of them. I mean, if they have a if they have a younger you know younger brother or a nephew, another Bogdanovich that's, that's <laughs> around, I I take him. Um, any Bogdanovich, I'm fine with him being in a in a Pelicans uniform right now. Um, John Collins, I I think. Um, I think something something would have to go drastically wrong in some of their other pursuits for that to happen. To be honest, um, Atlanta's or the Pelicans, in uh, in the Pelicans' pursuits for upgrades, I think something would have to go wrong, or Atlanta would just have to completely panic and just say, "All right, we're done with this. We're gonna we're gonna dump him." Which I which I think they should. To be honest, if we if, if we're being real, I think they should. If that call is made, I can definitely see it. I. I just have questions on how it fits with Jonas and like and Larry Nance. If John could shoot, I mean, I think we have to presume Jonas is out here, right? Is out of there. I don't know. I I would assume, but but then but but then at that point, is John Collins your starting center? I think I think you create a right. 
I think you have to start John for some time and probably have to get a guy, a traditional guy off the street. Cause you would, you will have created a roster. I think that's, a, I think that's a bad outcome. I, if, 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 I'm just going to say that. I think if you if you leave this this break with John Collins as your starting center, I think that's a bad outcome. I just I don't think he's equipped to play center at night to night basis. I don't. Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, look, I, I don't think Larry Nance is is either, right? But um, you know, you watched him in that Sacramento game play 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 really well, even against one of the better uh, centers playing basketball in you know in uh, Sabonis I, right now. So I mean, I, I think, and I will say this: I'd be intrigued in it just because. In the Pelicans' offense, the center has uh, in, in a lot of different offenses, but it's not like it's just pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. They run a lot of a lot of ball actions where where the center is uh, operating in DHOs and handoffs, and you know that may give John Collins some different opportunities that he's not used to, that he's not used to. I, the team still can't throw lobs, so he won't be getting many of those. Yeah, um, that's disheartening. I, 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 I don't know because the talent. I'm very intrigued in the talent. I just don't. I just think you got to go for other options. I I would be surprised if it is if it is John, especially now that the team has won a few more games. Go get you a, you know, a Gary Trent Jr. Go get you a Nas Reed type or, um, you know, another another individual that can shoot the basketball. Moment for a message from our sponsors. One moment, Chris. I'm sorry. One moment, Ross. We got a Bird's Law sponsorship here. Um, shout out to these guys. You got to support them because they support us. This podcast is sponsored by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. Birdsaw Law Firm is a family practice that has been a staple in the greater New Orleans area since 1963. Specializing in automobile accidents and slip and falls for the past 60 years, you can trust the Birdsaw Law Firm to handle your claim professionally while treating you like family in the process. The Birdsaw Law Firm is located at 918 Poitier Street near the Superdome. Give them a call today at 504-523-5413 or message them on Instagram if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. Be sure to mention Boot Crew Media sent you to get your free consultation today. Once again, you can reach them at 504-523-54. And it's, uh, it's hilarious that uh, you get a, you can get a guy like John Collins and a lot of people say, oh, no. <laughs> like it's just, that's, the, that's the point we're at. <laughs> now, that's no. a good thing, though. Um, again, yeah, New Orleans Pelicans are victorious, uh, 116 to 107. Ross, you had a closing point? No, no, no. I, I'm just basically going to say, you know, kind of to Chris's point, I think there's, I think there are similarities between Nance and John Collins. And, yeah, I I don't want either of those guys playing sports, like, <laughs> being my starting center on a night-to-night basis. Yeah, I guess where I was going. Not that it can't work in short spurts, but, but one three in a row after losing 10 straight. Optimism back in the building a little bit, so – no matter what, I feel a little better than I did two weeks ago. Hey, you take a win in any time you can get it. But that's been tonight's show. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Talk to you guys soon. Way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.